Tim Drake. On today's episode, I have Katie O'Brien and Katie Colleton of TV Land's Teachers. Uh, this is a returning episode for these guys, uh, as they were actually on the podcast just about a year ago with the rest of their comedy group, The Katie Dids. Yeah, it was great to sit down with them and talk with them about season two of Teachers, that returns tonight on TV Land. Uh, we're about halfway through season two right now, and it has been absolutely amazing. So this is honestly one of my favorite shows, and I'm not just saying that because they're on the show today. I genuinely love Teachers. It is absolutely hysterical. Always throws a new a new turn at you during each episode. And yeah, it, it, it seriously is the greatest. If you're not watching it yet, make sure you tune in tonight. And uh, you can get caught up on iTunes, TV Land app, um, and, and watch all of season one and everything that's come out so far of season two. I've already had a chance to finish all of season two uh, with some of the screeners that I had, and I can tell you it does not disappoint. So make sure you guys get on there, check that out, get caught up season one, and, uh, and tune in tonight as TV Land's teachers return. Yeah, it was great to sit down uh, with Katie O'Brien and Katie Colleton. Uh, they invited me out to the set of teachers uh, to be able to record this episode uh, just right before uh, we headed out on Christmas break. And yeah, it was cool to be able to sit down and talk with them about some of the things we've seen this season. Uh, also about writing on the show, developing their characters. And yeah, be, being able to, uh, to just kind of learn a little bit more about them, some of their Christmas plans. And, you know, really a little bit more depth on how, how uh, the Katie even got their start and, uh, and helped develop the show. So yeah, it was really fun sitting down and talking with them. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy learning more about them. And again, you can always go back too and hear some of the, uh, some of the uh, insight before season one came out uh, that we released last year on episode 59. Hope everybody had a happy and safe New Year. Uh, as I'm recording this, it's it's a New Year's Day, uh, but you guys, of course, listen to this January 2nd, or maybe listen to it later, much further in the future. Who knows? But today is New Year's Day, and yeah, it was nice and quiet here uh, here in Los Angeles. It genuinely is just a weird time to be here because the whole city shuts down, and yeah, it's just kind of a ghost town. Uh, last couple days things have picked up with the Rose Bowl and yeah it was kind of crazy around the city uh, with so many tourists here for, uh, for the Rose Bowl game uh, something I genuinely do not care about and regret that I ended up in Pasadena today stuck in that Rose Bowl traffic uh, but yeah it, it, uh, it's, it's been interesting to spend the holidays here in California I think next year I may end up going home I know on the Christmas episode you know I, I laughed at the fact of going back to snow and cold and you know, why, why would I want to do that when I live in, you know, a nice 75 degree warm Christmas? It's, it's not all it's cracked up to be, I quickly learned. <laughs> Things get very boring here very fast because there's just nothing going on because everybody's gone. So I think next year I may actually head back to Salt Lake City for the holidays. And uh, yeah, and I guess have that white Christmas that I don't necessarily want, but there'll at least be something to do. So yeah, I, I think I've learned my lesson having my first Christmas in LA. Not that the weather's not great, but yeah, it's hard to enjoy the weather when there's nothing, nothing going on. So yeah, but I hope everybody's had a safe holiday season. Um, now back to the workday grind, and hopefully, hopefully that's not a bad thing. Hopefully, you know, you're sitting in your car right now listening to this, heading to work. And you're excited to be going to work. Maybe, maybe the new year holds a lot more for you. Maybe a promotion, maybe a raise. Maybe you're quitting your job and telling your boss to shove it and finding a better job. Either way, I hope, it, hope it, you know it's a good new year for you and that you've got a lot ahead for you. Again, tonight, TV Nine's Teachers returns. Season 2 just has a handful of episodes left that you're not going to want to miss. And you know if you're not already following the Katie Dids and Katie O'Brien and Katie Colleton on Instagram, Twitter, 
all the social media sites. Make sure you are. I'll have those links up on the website, on the mikepodcast.com. I'll also link uh, over to TV Land's website there so you can check that out um, and find out anything you need more on the show. Uh, but yeah, take my word on it if you haven't already and start watching TV Land's Teachers. It is seriously one of the funniest shows, and uh, you can thank me later for that. So hope you guys enjoy this episode with Katie O'Brien and Katie Colleton. Enjoy the episode and go watch Teachers. Hopefully we didn't record yeah, that. Sorry, my mom that would have been so boring. <laughs> I, I, would, I would cut that. <laughs> that would have been the worst opening to a like, podcast Jesus. ever. Thanks for telling everyone. What are you getting your mom? <laughs> no, I think our worst intro ever was we were in a hotel room recording with some of the other guys that have come on the road with me and stuff. And one of them, like right as they hit record, just, she goes, <laughs> and I was like, what was that? And he had just like sucked something up weird. And I was like... I quickly like <laughs> scanned it back and listened. I was like, "Yeah, we're leaving that in. That's, That's the amazing. intro to the podcast. That's the weirdest so weird. noise. It's amazing." <laughs> so I'm excited to have you guys on. I, I mean, you guys technically, you guys are returning since you guys had called in technically before. Technically, yeah, but it's it's weird doing all the phone interviews, right? Because when I was based in Salt Lake, yeah. it was just like. It's the only way we could get any quality guests because <laughs> nobody came to Salt Lake except for Sundance. It's true. <laughs> I know. Sundance yeah. is pretty good, though. Sundance yeah. is cool. Yeah. Sundance <laughs> is cool. about it. Yeah. Sundance is cool. Yeah. So, but yes, thank you for having us again. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually went and saw Matt Besser record uh, Improv for Humans a few weeks oh, back. Oh, yeah. Um, when you were on and yep. then two of the other. Two of the other dids. Yeah, mm-hmm. were, yeah. were on. And I was going to try and, and stop you guys because I actually wanted to talk to you guys about coming back on for season two. Oh. And then, it's like your publicist it, just read my mind and was just like, hey. It worked out. <laughs> it was meant to be. You were meant to drive to Woodland Hills yes. and meet us today. <laughs> I do have to say it was kind of weird pulling up, though, because I've quickly been binging back through all of season two so far. And then to pull up and like see the iguana sign. And I just kind of laughed. And I was just like, it, it's weird to to be pulling up to this right now yeah but. right i know because the campus we shoot on is was a, an elementary school and yeah. it's huge and then we've completely taken it over it feel yeah. it kind of feels like summer camp sometimes here oh i bet yeah you know? it's kind of funny because a lot of shows that kind of shoot out this way have done that where i think scrubs had, had shot a little bit a little ways from here and they had like an old abandoned hospital and yeah. the office did a lot of that too and it's yeah. Really weird. Yeah, there are a couple other I'm trying to think of um I think there were two other shows that filmed right around here but yeah, it's weird because the, like dr- like driving by you would never know somebody was filming a TV show here and then no, it's it just looks like, like an abandoned Yeah, it just yeah. looks like an abandoned <laughs> building and then it's weird and then you come in and like it's just weird. It's really weird. But it's cool. I mean, you know it's so I cool. think she described this as weird. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> So now how long have you guys been in L.A.? Because you guys initially kind of came from Chicago and you guys were doing the Katie Dids out there. Mm-hmm. And, and initially the teacher's web series was out there, correct? Yes, we shot the web series okay. in Chicago. And we all kind of like, you know, came out here slowly. O'Brien was the first one to come out. How long have you been here? I think it's been five years. I was like, I think I'm four. So I, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she moved out first. Then I moved out. And then um, 
And then the show, we sold the show, and then the rest of the Katie's came out. So O'Brien and I kind of came before teachers, Mm -hmm. like the fools that we were, thinking that, you know, let's just try it out. Let's (laughs) give it a shot. Worked at Whole Foods for a little bit. Yeah, we both sold, not together, um, independently, but (laughs) we both both sold, um, when we first moved here, we obviously needed jobs, and a friend of ours was like, hey, I'm selling fiber bars at Whole Foods, like as an independent, like, not a consultant, but... So we were like, okay, and it paid really well an hour. And so we both independently would go to different Whole Foods and set up these like little tables and sell fiber bars. It wasn't even (laughs) sell them. It was pass them out for free. Yeah, give samples. Give samples. And then, yeah, we both, it was 20 bucks an hour, which as an actor, that's like a good, good. you know, and it's flexible because who cares if you don't show up as a demo girl? (laughs) Yeah. I can tell you no one's waiting for you. In fact, they seem annoyed when you arrive. Yeah. I don't know. Set up anywhere. Anywhere. Um. How did you pitch fiber bars to people to get them to try fiber bars? Oh, so bowel. Nice. I would go, ooh, having trouble with your bowels? Try a fiber bar. Yeah. And that sounds stupid, but you'd be surprised how people are like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And then I got a lot of questions of how fast does this work? And I'd be like, well, since I work all day, I eat them all day. I could tell you two or three and you're in trouble. Pretty fast. <laughs> you're in real trouble. I have to cut the shifter early. <laughs> They're like, I'll take a box. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't bad. Actually, they were pretty they were good. Pretty good. The blueberry, I think, was really good. But yeah, it was a weird job. Yeah. yeah. And I had fiber bars. I lived, when I first moved here, I had a studio apartment. And, it, you know, you, the company, I don't remember the name of the company. New Foods. New Foods. That was it. G N U. Yeah. New Foods um, sends you all the bars that you're demoing, like in bulk. So my studio wasn't that big. And then it was like filled with boxes <laughs> of fiber yeah. bars. And it was like, okay. Well, yeah. Welcome home. I had two I'd forgotten. I had the boxes of fiber bars, and they so so many got delivered that I was putting them in a closet in the hallway. And then I moved out, and I forgot about my box of fiber bars. And my roommate, they like basically had a rat, and they could not figure out. And it was because <laughs> like it kept going to feed off these fiber about the bars new foods, Burberry. in the closet. And she Burberry. was like, it, like she, so we went through the whole apartment, and she was like, I don't know what this like. I don't know why we can't get rid of this rat. And I opened up this giant box of fiber bars, and I was like, Oh, sorry, girl. Like that is for sure why we have like a they're like and their rat is so regular <laughs> there was a lot of rat droppings yeah. all over the apartment so this basically bizarre. what we're trying to say is we had a very typical coming to LA story <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was we were very we did really well enjoyed my time yeah <laughs> it, it's it's that that makes the character though of, of yes. grasping of grasping LA yeah. like the first time I had moved here I was clueless. I was beyond clueless. Right. I had to oh, move yeah. back to Salt Lake. And now I look at it, I'm like, oh, I was not ready for It's a lot. For the monster that is, is LA at the we, time. I think we both said this, I think, but um but I always I think if I had moved to LA first, I would have I'd be in a different career now. Like I think Same. I needed Chicago yeah. to like train, get confidence, mm-hmm. get my voice, realize I love doing this and want to pursue you know, like if mm-hmm. I had come here first, I think I would have been overwhelmed, quickly given up and be back in Kansas working yeah. at a hair salon yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because I I think I needed to I needed a safe space first. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in Chicago, I mean you guys built a pretty big thing with the Katie Dids and Yeah. It gave it gave you guys that experience too to be mm-hmm. able to come out here and just kind of be able to hit the grind. Yeah, yeah, it was an amazing. Chicago was such a good thing, I think, for us because it was, you know, it's not so much about like this sounds so 
kind of cheesy, but it was more about like doing the work. Like you were just doing it to do it because you really liked it. Like you weren't getting cast for anything or anything like that. And so I think it was like a good, like Katie said, like time to like find her voice and like be really bad for a long time and nobody cared. Yeah. Like nobody really cared that you were really bad. Uh, and like get really good it was like a good yeah training ground yeah because out here I feel like everyone's so talented mm-hmm. and because there's so many opportunities it's so competitive but in Chicago it truly was I remember so many conversations about the art of improv and the, the process of it and there was no thought to like what's the final what's the you know outcome like, what are you trying to do with your yeah. improv it just was literally I want to learn improv and talk about it yeah and get great at it and then it was through that that you start writing you start doing sketch I've always been a fan of comedy um with the goal, but you, it just isn't about the final the outcome. It's more, you know, of what you're doing with your life. It's more just about learning, yeah. which is weird. It's so ensemble based, yeah. which is, it, it really is. Though. I mean, that, that was the biggest thing that was like an eye opener for me because when I went back to Salt Lake, I went to film school for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then because of how wonderful our education system is out here, I couldn't finish film school. And uh, then that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then realized, Oh wait, I can do second city and it's, like the entire programs as much as like a semester of college. Yeah. Yeah. And that writing program changed my life entirely. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, why did I spend that much money on college? I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did college and the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Cause it is, I don't know that I ever use my theater degree, but I do. I learned what we write now. So much of it. I learned in the second city writing program. Yeah. Or taking classes at I.O. or annoyance. Or just, like, the people you meet. You know, like, we always... It's crazy, like, even... F- I uh, We met 10 years ago in Chicago and started performing and stuff, but it is amazing. Like, people that were in my level one classes in Chicago, I will work with now. Like, it's, like, just the networking right. and, like, being in that environment. Like, so many people are working or so many people get their shows or whatever, and they'll hire you and cast right. you. And, like, it's kind of invaluable, like... Whenever people are like, I'm going to skip that whole thing. I'm like, maybe don't. Like, you'd be really surprised at, like, how much it will help you. Yeah. yeah. Re- See, I, I wish I could have been in the – because I did all of mine through Second City online. And oh. I always wish I had that extra bit of networking. Right, so now sense. that I'm out here, I'm like, yeah. all right, well, but now you have I'm going to jump into And you meet improv. all those people anyways. Yeah. And that yeah. Was, yeah. That, that was the other part where I was just like, I want to pick the brains of everybody that's doing what I want to do. Yeah. And, Luckily, early on, somebody was like, hey, do you want to have Tracy Morgan on? And I was like, sure. Oh gosh, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's huge, though. Yeah. yeah. I, that episode always makes me laugh to go back and listen to because it was like episode nine. Oh and God. it was it was a phone interview at first, but then I met Tracy a couple days later. Really? And it was, I still listen to it. And Second City, actually, they in a, one of the podcast classes that they teach now, they had interviewed me for the course oh and so like i gave them that episode as one i was like here's an here's an example of that's cool failing hard and then having to figure it out because why I do you feel like you what do you mean failing yeah did because you really fail or do you just feel like you failed? i feel like i felt yeah because it yeah. was it was super interviewing where now i just try to keep it conversational and uh-huh. just be able to right to just talk right and then i was just like so why did you do this and, and what about this? And then this. And of course, Greatest being, fear, Tracy go. Moore, being Tracy Morgan, he was just like, I'll never forget one of the questions was, so what made you start comedy? And she goes, girls. <laughs> and just leaves it at that. And there's just, just this moment of dead air. And I was just like, all right. Um, and then. <ughs> now what do I do? Girls. <laughs> girls. Yeah, it, it was as yeah. bad as 
Tracy Morgan as an interview could have been. You know what, though? I feel like that's so much of this like whole industry anyways is like just being like thrown into something. Yeah. Figuring out how to do it. Yeah. Coming out and being like, okay, that wasn't great, but I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's been my entire experience. <laughs> that's been my entire career. That's been my entire career is like being like, yes, I can do this. Doing it. Being like, ooh, that wasn't great, but okay. Like, I feel like that's the whole job. Yeah. Well, I, I remember, and I'm sure you guys felt this way, possibly when you guys first started the web series for teachers. Mm-hmm. But looking back at it now, you probably look at that and you're like, oh, that was not our, not what we wanted oh, compared to. Yes. I still think about that, about season one. And, and not in a not in a bad way, but like the show, like, yes, there are things I look back on the web series, but there are also things I look back even in the, sh- like throughout the show that I'm like, oh yeah, we were figuring out. It's just figuring out what you're, yeah. what this is. That you kind of look back and yeah, I feel like that with everything. Yeah, when we first watched the pilot, I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't say, say this. What I was gonna say is that when we first watched the pilot, because you know what it is, it's it's you're everything and you put everything into it and you, you know, believe in it so much that the expectation is so high. And then we watched it and I remember two Canadians. I won't say who started crying immediately. I burst into tears. <laughs> I, burst, I into tears. burst into tears. And it was like that. It was funny because what I also feel like happens all the time is the first time I watch something, I'm severely disappointed. The second time I watch it, I'm fine. It's yeah. just like, um, I don't know in your head, you want everything to be perfect. So anything that's not perfect. And of course nothing is, you know what I mean? Like no right. matter how great the joke is, how well it's acted, how well it's shot, you know, it, nothing ever is a hundred percent exactly how you imagined it so um it's just funny because i'll always remember that we all, everyone started crying and our agent was with us and goes okay i thought it was pretty good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like i don't know what's going on but you guys are fine this is great tv land loves it and it was yeah. like a room full of women crying. sobbing <laughs> but yeah. i mean but then it's like yeah you watch it and you're like oh it just it just takes a moment because yeah. you know we're our worst critics yeah yeah, there. I, I had made a web series a while back, and my producing partner and I, after a year of having it up online, we we're like, we just need to pull this down because people actually recognize stuff from it. And we we're like, it's just it doesn't represent us at all. But now, yeah. we, now I even go back and look at it because we've started rewriting the pilot because I was like, mm-hmm. no, we still have a concept that we can sell with this. Yeah, and we we look at it and we're like, it's so ridiculously stupid but having it online is like a great (laughs) proof of concept and if people are watching it then it's like yeah it's like katie said like you know you're so hard on yourself but like that also got you know like you learn from it and i don't know i feel like i don't think you should take it down yeah and that's and that's the discussion i started having with him i was like i think we need to put it back up yeah because Mm -hmm. his resume is established enough now he just finished shooting yellowstone with taylor sheridan oh Oh, wow i'm excited about that one small role in wind river and yeah like he's moving out here next month and i'm like dude you're fine like You may yeah, be very young cool. and in this, you're going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, we're, we're thinking about putting that back up, but I've always kind of wondered when I've looked at like your guys' show or others, it's like, how did they approach it when they, like after, after the fact and they're like, all right, we're making this into something bigger now. Yeah. yeah. The web series we kept up just because it's like, I don't know, they're still like one-off jokes, mm-hmm. but I, we did, I do remember, I, I think it was season one, not the pilot. Yeah, that would make sense. Season one that suddenly there was a panic one of the kate i think kate lambert came in and was like as soon like two days after we got the series order of we got to take down our improv shows yeah (laughs) there was a bunch of improv shows on youtube that were really bad like they were put up 
and they weren't good they weren't like the best of the candidates they were just really bad shows at midnight at io with four audience members you know (laughs) so even if there was good comedy in there it wasn't getting laughs it's like quickly take it down please take it down yeah please take it down yeah there were which was smart to do because (laughs) i remember being like why yeah oh they're so bad so bad and not like in a oh cute they've grown way like horrific yeah So, I mean, now that you guys are in season two, how many more episodes do you have to film? Because I, I know I've seen that you guys have through at least January episodes. Well, yes. that'd be the end of season That's two. Of season yeah, two. and then okay. season three we're film- is what we're filming right now, and there's 20 episodes. Oh, excellent. And we've filmed, we've written 10, and we filmed four. Oh, yeah. I didn't right? even know. I feel like we're in this vacuum right now of where it's really confusing because uh-huh. the end of season two is airing. But we're filming and writing season three, and so I'm getting really confused but yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, because also our seasons, we have 20 episode seasons, but they air them in chunks of 10. So we write them in chunks of 10, you know, as if it's, right. has a, you know, and there's kind of a, it's not a season finale, but, you know, at the end of the 10, you act as if it's the end of a season and then come back. Like basically episode 310 is a bit of a finale and episode 311 mm-hmm. is kind of a bit of a start again. So we like feels like two seasons in one just because yeah. we write 10, shoot 10, write 10, shoot 10. So we get really confused yeah. <laughs> at we all times. It's 1999. We, yeah. <laughs> We're not sure what's going on. So, so was there a year gap between season one and season two? Because for some reason, I actually it? thought that you guys were in season three already. And then I, when I went back, well, I was like, feels Wait. like that. Yeah, it was because they air 10, 10, 10. Yeah. Because, but I do think there was there was Actually, a big gap between season one and th- season there two. There was because, well, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm all turned around. But I, what happened was when we first did season one, we had filmed it and shot it, and we were supposed to have it released in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then TV Land held it, and they were like, "Hey, because of other program like." programming how it worked out and they were like we don't want you to launch they were rebranding and they were like we don't want you to launch in the summer so they held it six months so yeah there would have been a year Mm -hmm. until we started season two i think yeah there was a year there was a year yeah okay because i knew that you guys had shot season two Mm -hmm. yeah tv land pulled all their stuff from hulu uh i know we're really happy about that yeah (laughs) we're really bummed and so it was my wife and i had been watching it because after i had you guys on the first time yeah we just became obsessed with the show. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, where's season two at? I, I was know. like, I know that they filmed it. Yeah. And I kept going yep. back to iTunes and I was like, mm-hmm. what, what's going on? Where is this? And then when I, when I moved out here and then suddenly you guys had billboards and everything up all over. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, I guess season three's out is what I thought. And then when I realized, oh, no, this is season two that's yeah. just releasing. It's yeah. so confusing. It is. I just felt better I wasn't behind that. No, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. And it is. It's a bummer. That we're not, I think Viacom is no longer putting shows or very yeah. few shows on Hulu. But you can watch us on Amazon and yeah. iTunes. I think you can purchase the baby season if pass you don't on have Amazon if you don't have cable. And I think it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't on, know. On iTunes for the HD version, I want to say it was only 20 bucks. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. And that's 20 episodes. Yeah. for se- Well, it would be for season two. But um, yeah, I know. That's a hard. It's interesting. There's a lot of things that are like out of your control because when we first. You know, nobody has cable anymore. Very few people have cable. And so we were really fighting to be like, can we get on Hulu? Can we get on Hulu? And we were for a little period of time. And then, yeah, like there's so many behind the scenes things where like Viacom wasn't putting shows on. And so anyways, we're kind of having to get creative to get out. But yeah, you can see it on iTunes or Amazon or cable or the TV Land app. Oh, yeah. The TV yeah. Land app, you baby. download it. Yeah. So season two, it seems like 
you can definitely tell that you guys have really found your own and found the characters. Yes, we oh. settled in season in. two. Not that season one there ever wasn't wasn't that, but now it's like yeah, we all know who the characters are. Yeah. They've really settled in. And season two has just had me dying so far. Oh, thanks. So I, lo- I love that Mary Louise finally gets hot dad. Yes. Yes. So that, yeah. that, 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 was, that was a long time coming. Very long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, actually, um, in the writer's room, it was a very long time coming. And in the writer's room, we had talked about delaying it even more. And then everybody was like, no. They like, like either it is happening or it is not. This is way too long. And uh, everybody was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's finally time to like have them i think in the conversation because the group was split like 50 50 on what to do but i remember our network exec brad calling and goes are you kidding me get them together already this is taking forever (laughs) we're sick of it like they have to get together he was like please have something happen yeah it's like okay okay sure yeah but that's also you know it's been it's a such a huge learning process of you know every time i feel like we've got it there's something new to learn you know season Mm. one was learning how to do the show how to write a show, how to produce it, how Narrative. to, yeah, how to do the editing post-production. So we, at the end of season one, I remember being like, that was a, so overwhelming, but I do think I understand it now. We can do this again. I'm so excited. And then we got 20 episodes and it was like, okay, so you have to do it in like twice the amount of time. <laughs> yeah. And and that was incredibly overwhelming. It took us 14 months to film all 20 episodes of, um, to write, shoot and edit all 20 episodes of season two. And then it was like, okay, well, that was hell, but I think we've got it. And then season three, it's been like another 20 episodes. But now because there's been 30 episodes, um, and rightly so, TV Land was like, we want you to change things up a little bit, broaden the world, do different structures, bring in new characters. Totally makes sense. But again, it was like, right, 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 right. Yeah, just yeah. Like we, you know, it. like, just yeah. like we hadn't like thought we just figured out what our world was and 100 percent how to do it and execute it fast. And then it's like, right, no, new characters. Yes. Yes. Broaden the world. Yes. Yes. Let's do some makes research. Sense. Okay. Okay. You know, so it's like the whole time we're all, there's always a new challenge coming at us. Yeah. yeah. So one, one thing I always look for in, in every show is just a, the little joke or little detail in the background. Mm-hmm. And one that killed me the other night when I was watching, um, I actually think it's the episode, this, this is going to release on January 2nd. Okay. And so it's the episode that you guys have releasing that day. And so we can't, we won't say much about mm-hmm. it. But you get a text from Hot Dad. Yes. And I just love that still on your phone, even though you've been dating him, his name is still just Hot Dad. I think it will always be Hot Dad. Yeah, it's funny. I think it was season one. So the um, actor who plays Hot Dad, we never call him by his name. It's, it's, his name is Ryan, and he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. But I think in season one or something, um, his agents called, like, rightfully so, because they're crediting, you know, him on yeah. the thing. And, like, he's a really, like, valuable character to the, show, to the show. And so I think they were like, hey, for, like, credits, like, Hot Dad sounds like this, like, Small, small, dinky, you know, co-starry thing, and so they were like, "Can you? Can we give him a name?" And we were like, "Ooh, no! Like it's just <laughs> Hot Dad. Like it always has to be Hot Dad." And we debated a lot, like in dialogue, because Mary Louise will refer to him, and we were like, "Do we have her refer to him as Hot Dad?" Like, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, it will always just be Hot Dad. It has to be." Yeah, but yeah, that would. We talked about that. Like, how is it going to come up? It's like, hot dad. It has yeah. to. Yeah. And, and I love that his ex-wife is hot mess. Hot mess. I, yeah. I actually had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Because I had, like, my wife and I watched it and both was like, what did she say? Hot mess. <laughs> we scanned it back yeah. and we're like, hot mess. That is, that was just hilarious <laughs> yeah. because it just was so quick that if you blink, you missed it. Yeah. Like, that was gold. She's I, awesome I too. Kim. Uh, her real name's Kim. We'll have to bring her back. She was so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and and in the season two, 
Mrs. Snap seems to be just ready for her uh, her pop singer career. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Throughout this, uh- <laughs> I know. Snap out of my life is quite a gem. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we couldn't get out of our heads forever. I know. I know all the kids on set are always singing it, which I guess is a compliment, but it can be kind of <laughs> creepy to be walking on set and just seeing the distance children on a playground going, snap out of my life. Snap out of my life. Boy. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. You know, snap's fun because it's like I kind of try to – um map what's going on a little bit in pop culture so like you know because i assume she's the one following kendall jenner and Gigi hadid and all those girls and wanting to so season two we kind of had her explore that side of the fame and wanting to get attention but season three it's been really fun because um inspired by kind of what's going on snaps tries to become a better person like tries to help the world tries to get you know volunteering and things like that which but in with all the wrong (laughs) <laughs> doing it poorly every step of yeah. the way with all the wrong intentions all the wrong you know the idea of trying to be selfless just for selfish reasons yeah. <laughs> so she's fun yeah I, I feel like on this season too you guys have a lot of original type songs whether it's the spooky shuffle or yeah. yes and then at the end of again the episode that'll air january 2nd there's a special tribute song to- oh i forgot, oh, I forgot about, about that, that. <laughs> yeah there's a very special tribute song josh funk uh composes all our music and he's great he's a second city guy he's okay. um, really right good. yeah yeah and he um oh he's so good he does it so fast i don't know if anyone caught the musical episode but he did he composed all the songs in our musical episode in like two to three days oh wow like we gave all him original music yeah because we decided to do that really late in the game and so we wrote it in like a week he composed a song in two to three days i remember we recorded it the day after he composed all the music so like no one had any time to listen to their music <laughs> and then um choreographed it that day and then started shooting it so it was really fast but he's amazing yeah have you guys thought about putting out like a katie did teacher's album of these because oh, they're hilarious God. They're, I, don't know I mean releasing it as like a comedy album i mean like yes, like yes. Burgers or simpsons and them uh-huh. have done with theirs because i think it's so fun you know it, it's oddly something i would listen to it's not a bad randomly. idea somebody else brought that up to us like i think somebody wrote in and was like can i get these on a cd and i thought it was a joke like i thought it was like a almost like making fun of us <laughs> like, a joke but then they were like no seriously like i'd like to buy it and i was like oh yeah i, I never thought about that but maybe we should. Yeah, it could be fun. No, I've I had a lot of people on Twitter ask about Snap Out of My Life in Spooky Shuffle yeah. on iTunes. Spooky Shuffle was supposed to be, uh, but for legal reasons. So we, you know, the Monster Mash, like we yeah. were, we really wanted to do something with that, and that like Mary Louise couldn't stop singing this Monster Mash type thing, but then for legal reasons, it sounded too similar, and so Josh brilliantly was like, "What about this?" and came up with Spooky Shuffle. But um, yeah, maybe we should put something out. You know what? We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right here. Everybody Thank heard it you. first. Thank you. I'll do it. It'll take us five years, but then we'll, out. <laughs> we'll cry. Yeah. But then it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be Lauren Burchard promised the Bob's Burgers one for like three years before really? it finally came out. Uh. Like, like several different WonderCon and Comic Con panels, he was always like, "No, really, like it's gonna come out really soon." Yeah. And then the next convention would roll around. He's like, "I promise, we're really working we on it." We should do it. I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. It, it really would be funny. I yeah. think people would. I mean, the Spooky Shuffle alone. 
mm-hmm. after watching that episode, I had that in my head. Oh, so annoying. Just, it, it's annoying, but it's so hilariously annoying. annoying. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, because I remember for a while, we just don't have the time, but I kept pitching that could we do on like for online content music videos but of that but oh, like that the teachers like meaning like <laughs> Benigan's version of a music video so do you know bad. what I mean yeah. and Snap's version of a music video so and poorly shot salary of a teacher you know yeah. what I'm saying like um in the parking lot yeah. <laughs> at Belmore yeah. I really wanted to do it we just ran out of time, we we, time. yeah for Snap Out of Life we said we wanted to shoot it in the parking lot where I was dancing and Benigan's just in the background clapping yeah <laughs> <laughs> So now the, the contrast between the two of your characters, because you guys have quite quite the relationship on the show, <laughs> yes. whether you're playing the third wheel, uh-huh. uh, or else she dates hot dad, mm-hmm. or how, how did you guys decide to kind of write that in? I mean, is that already very similar where you guys kind of were the front runners? I mean, that you guys are the showrunners as well on this. I mean, was it already something that you guys were kind of already built into that you just felt that your You mean her obsession with me? You know what? Well, I, I don't remember. I, but I remember, I think it was. So um, it kind of came about organically because initially in the this never existed in the web series. And mm-hmm. then it really didn't exist in season one until I think maybe Jay Martell who was a showrunner basically said something like, I think it would be really funny if they had more of like a single white female relationship. Somebody brought that up. I, I think it came off a joke. It Maybe came it off did. a joke in the pilot that never made it to the pilot, but in the pilot, and I don't know who wrote it, I but I, I think it might've actually been you girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, we wrote a joke of that snap was painting her nails and Ben again just kept going like I'm gonna use that color too oh, and then it was a runner right. where I was like I'm putting on lipstick and you're like I have, that li- I have that lip color too probably a better joke than that what I'm saying <laughs> but you know it was the idea of like three it was a three three time joke of I was doing something and you mimicked it yeah and then we're I think Jay Martell was like that's really funny we should keep that up I don't know when it turns sexual I don't know either <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah. somehow when talking about it we were like if she idolizes her just lots of conversation about that it became like she probably like in some way there's like a not there's not a sexual attraction but when you're obsessed with someone you like them you know for all you know the lines are blurred yeah you're not really sure like what it is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's weird because you know obviously like we're friends in real life and then when we were starting to write this like sexual relationship like we didn't really think anything of it and then when we were like filming they were like oh no you have to like like we because we wrote it it was like we're like making out and we just didn't think about it and then when we got on set there's something super mentally ill actually now that i'm thinking about the whole thing <laughs> because we wrote it didn't think anything of it yeah. acted it didn't really think anything of it and we get asked this all the time and we're like kind of like yeah i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> you would think that somebody would be like oh no like i don't know why we just did never thought about it yeah. yeah i do remember that happens on set a lot which i don't know what that says about us but that when we're in the writer's room because we don't have a lot of time and we got to move fast and we're the writers, kind of like anything anyone pitches, if if I like it, my attitude is like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And the same for, I always try to think of the, you know, what's the craziest thing, but trying to ground it and what do we want to do? And it's never until I'm on set or like we're in the production meeting that I'm suddenly like, oh, oh no. f- I have to do that? Yeah. I, like you don't <laughs> think of it. You don't think of it whether that's we just filmed a sh- scene where the two of us are streaking. And I remember fighting that where people were like, 
are you sure? And I'm like, it'll be blurred. It'll be so funny. It'll be a quick flash. And then we cut to us and I'm like, I don't want to take my clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, like you just don't, yeah. I don't know. Don't think about all the stuff you have to film that's weird. Um, well, what was it, the season one finale that Mary Louise was yeah. pretty much just yeah. naked the entire episode yeah. running around the school. Yeah, I didn't think about that <laughs> because we were, we just thought it was funny. We were like, oh, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny. And you kind of are detached, you know, because like mm-hmm. we're not – you know, like when you're writing them, you don't think of it as like, oh, this is mine. Like my character's doing right. this. Like you just think of it more like, oh, yeah, she'll do this and she'll do this. And so then when we started filming that, I was just talking to um, Tim Bagley about this, who plays Principal Pearson. But like you would think if you had six months to write this and knew that you were going to be naked, you would work out and <laughs> and eat well and prepare and maybe do a light tan and I didn't do any of that. And then I remember getting on set and totally being like, oh, I forgot I had to do this. And then you forget. So then it's like if you're in front of 40 people, you know, basically naked that are f- filming this. And then um, then you forget that you have like a family and <laughs> that they're going to be watching it. Like you forget all these components that you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a garbage yeah. person. Like I didn't think about any of <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> My family's like my mom's like an attorney and all my siblings have like very professional jobs and people they're like telling people to watch the show and their sisters running around naked on TV land. (laughs) I know. I didn't think about it until I watched it live tweeting, but my dad was background in the episode two weeks ago, whatever it was. Pat Carlton. Pat Carlton. You know, he'll listen. He listens to everything. Um, But he was background in the episode where we're doing the breastfeeding plot and I exposed my breast and he so he had everyone at cardio his cardio rehab oh, no. in Kansas in Kansas a very conservative very conservative very Christian town tuned in for my dad's big background and then as I was watching I was like yeah that's a great episode for everyone to watch yeah. and then realized oh and I exposed my breast oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's well. so sad that Pat is it's his Starring debut. Starring debut. He's First time on television. And his daughter's exposing himself. <laughs> or exposing herself in the episode. I mean, it's blurred. It's blurred, but still, I just know he probably is watching that was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> it's, it's even better that he was telling everybody in such a conservative town to watch it because yeah. the satire of that entire episode, oh. they're probably like, yeah, they're making a great point. Yeah, yeah I know. I don't know. That. I'm not sure if everyone there caught it. There should be a shack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were really excited to do that plot because. That plot. Um, a very cool thing about our show is that it's a lot of women. I mean, almost the whole writer's room is women. Um, we're obviously the, you know, the ensemble's all female. And so there's a lot of those storylines that we can do that I think if maybe, you know, it's, it would be harder to do on other shows if there weren't so many women pushing for it. But that was one that we were really excited to do about like the politics of breastfeeding and how, in, yeah, people have very strong feelings about it. Yeah. They yeah. Do. <laughs> and so we were kind of like, eh, Let's do a little fun twist on this. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the. I've noticed kind of throughout the second season too. You guys kind of have had a lot more of social satire kind of mixed into whether it's a political issue or just a stupid type of online fight. I know the Halloween episode kind of drew some of that into it with um, the library. You yeah, mean the, and like. Or is that what you're talking about? Well, like the library, the library, and then it was even some of the costume choices. Oh yeah, so yeah, that yeah. There was some commentary where I was just oh, like, "Yes, yes, Ruth Bader, uh, yeah. Gins- Ruth Bader, Se- yeah, Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Gin- yeah. Gin- yeah, well, I just feel like I do. It is a balance because I do understand, you know, people watching our show. It's it's a lot of people in the Midwest and on TV land of like they're they're watching it to escape. So yeah. you don't want to like you know we're not a political commentary show, but I also just feel. Like, there's a responsibility. If you have this platform, you might never have it again. 
that it's just an opportunity to kind of say something, you know, to like get a point of view right. out and point out things. So mm-hmm. as much as, um, yeah, I really enjoyed, those are my favorite plots actually, yeah. is I loved breastfeeding, like at least for, for snap to do breastfeeding or doing the math girls of math and science or, it used to be called slut election, but now it's called snap judgment. Oh, snap judgment. Yeah. Just because it's like, I don't know. It's like, as long as we're going to be goofy and silly and like, you know, going insane, why not? Why not at least try to make a little, yeah, and, make some points. And good, I think good social satire too is done where it is mm-hmm. subtle where you can still yeah. have it where it's like, yeah, everybody can enjoy it, but those that get it, enjoy it that much more. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're not shoving yes. it down your throat. It just is kind of there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm proud of actually our finale of this season. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about. Uh, I guess I can say because it was like um, it. the whole episode takes place in the 1940s. Not the whole, sorry. Majority of the episode, 1940s, and it's shot in black and white. And how we transition in is it's one of the teachers uh, we find out is pregnant. And it's her baby oh, yes. shower. And we transition into a reti- uh, suddenly a retirement party. And, I, you know, I don't know. I personally love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like the idea about, like, exploring something that maybe hasn't, ch- like, a stigma that hasn't changed much right. since where you, the 1940s. Where you feel like, I feel like people think we've come so far. But when you actually go, you know, especially right now. I yeah, mean, we, we now. wrote that before Trump. <laughs> yeah. Right? We wrote that before yeah. Trump. And then it was like, oh, God, we didn't say enough. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, because at the time it was things like the jokes are about the wage gap, which you think we've made huge progress but i think since the 40s it's only raised 10 cents or something like that when you find that out it's like okay we we need to stop we have not gone that far you know yeah Mm -hmm. i think now with the current political climate maybe we're more aware but when we wrote it was less aware of the lack of change yeah Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like I said, I think I think you guys have done phenomenal with with addressing the social satire, the Thanks. the way that you've done it. Another thing that I have loved with this season, you guys kind of did it first season. I've seen a few different people kind of tweet out that I'm guessing it's a it's third season that they'll be a part of. But you guys have had a lot of great uh, kind of cameos from people with oh my Andy God. Daly, Jeff Ross, yes, Matt Walsh. We had um yeah, especially season three. It's season three is turning into like bananas um with some <laughs> amazing people. But yeah, we were really lucky. Like season one, we were really lucky with like Rob Corddry and Rob Riggle, and um they were amazing. And then yeah, Andy Daly, Jeff Ross is coming up in an upcoming episode. Um and then season three. Um, we have Brian Posehn and David Wayne. David Wayne was a huge one for me. I, I really yeah, freaked I out. Love David. Yeah, love. He, he was so nice, and um, mm-hmm. he's willing to. And Michael Hitchcock and uh, Mary Beth Monroe and um, Michelle Bateau. There are some really cool people mm-hmm. coming in. Season two, we have Jessica St. Clair. Yeah, Jessica St. Clair. I forgot about yeah. Fans of yeah, no. Season three, it's been you know because season one, a lot of it was Ian Roberts is our, one of our showrunners, and um. A lot of the guest stars were just favors from him. You know, people who, you know, because no one knew anything about the show was season yeah, one. Yeah, he was kind so of to reach Riggle out to people. and Cordry and who else? I can't remember. But we're doing it as favor to him. And now it's cool because it's people who are excited to be on the show. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. um, have watched and, and want to do Haley it. Haley so Joel Osment. I forgot oh, about Haley. Oh, yes. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays. Um, he's, we just shot with him yesterday. He comes back. He plays Mrs. Adler's husband. And Natasha Legero was here yesterday. Oh, yeah. Love and she Natasha. was lovely. She yeah. was so funny. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been really lucky to have so many great people. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the, sh- the show is, like, kind of a smaller, like, um, you know, it's not, like, a mainstream show. And so it's really exciting when, exciting when people are like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I feel like it's 
it's been really cool to, and they heighten it so much that it's amazing we also have it's so much fun to have people come on because we've written for each other for a long time right. and i think part of why i love this group so much is we don't tend to necessarily write for ourselves like a lot of the content is like i get excited writing for like bennigan or adler you know what i'm saying people are writing for each other mm -hmm. but it's been really fun to have tim bagley and then ryan hansen who is in season two is now back for season three in a reoccurring role and it's like so fun to write for him you know because it's like him and tim bagley like everything they do is funny right. you yeah. know and, and so it's exciting to have people find people and be like oh please come back because um david wayne is one i would love to get oh back because it was like he was so funny we're so like oh funny. i'd love to try to write something you know yeah it's exciting mm -hmm. is there a particular guest star that you guys haven't got yet that you would just love to have it's on like the list of we have to get them so many the one right now we're actually going after her and i'm hoping to everything under the sun that she says yes and um, because just because we've been huge fans of hers for forever is Catherine o'hara oh she's she would be, yeah she's been my big one for a long time yeah we're going out to her for or we, we we hope she comes on the show as snaps mom did, yeah. did you guys first kind of see her through Second City with SCTV or? I've grew my like whole um like my big thing growing up with, with like I felt like what like shaped me was like a lot of Christopher Guest like waiting for Guffman and Best in Show. And so I was exposed to her through that and then didn't know her SCTV connection until, mm -hmm. you know, after watching all those and loving them. But I just think she's brilliant. I would really I really love Molly Shannon. Yeah. Molly oh, Shannon is someone amazing. I would die to have on the show or um. Chelsea Handler. I don't know. There's so many female actresses and comedians that I yeah. would die to work with or just meet. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they just came, we just would feed meet. them. Yeah. Like it's like, you just stop by set. We'll give you a meal. <laughs> yeah. Carol Burnett is another oh. one that we've talked oh. a lot about in any capacity. I know. I would. Uh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't handle her. I would just be in the no, corner crying. No. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like too much. Yeah. But obviously, you know, then there's like Amy Poehler. I mean, there's yeah, so yeah, many there's people so many. that would be like, oh, we would just die. Mm -hmm. We would die. Yeah. So an Amy Poehler seems like that might be a, be a very doable one, though, having Ian Roberts as part We got to find the perfect thing for her, though. Yeah. We got yeah. to do something that would be, you know, because she's so amazing. Yeah. That you want to make sure it's like. It's hard with female guest stars because we try, tend to write male because there's six of us. Right. You know, like, you don't, you know, we, that tends to be what we need. Yeah. But we, this season, season three that we're writing right now, we're trying to write more female guest star roles because yeah. we want to explore it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where, where do you guys kind of see both of your characters going over the, over the long stretch of this? Well, I know where mine's going. I know. At least that you can say it. I, I, say it. <laughs> I think maybe. Yeah. So I know where she's going. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad someone knows. So, uh, I'm so I glad. So know. the answer is yes. Um, I know. But I think what I'm excited about that I can say is you. Mary Louise is kind of an insane character and she's very fun, but I think you kind of see more of the human side of her as we go forward and more of a, like a grounded side of her that you haven't seen before. And, um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. And snap, like I said before, we're, we're trying to explore, you know, she's, she's getting older as am I, but you know, where she suddenly realized, you know, you can only be the party girl for so long. And, um, and so trying to figure out what's she going to do. Does she want to settle down? What is she doing with her life type thing? So we're, we're kind of exploring um, 
her figuring out how to like give back and what her role in society wants to be. And then also just the idea, I think in season three, we'll be exploring a little bit of her relationships, her relationships in her life. You see a more serious um, side of her. Yeah. Like a very like, and you see a lot of why she is the way she is. Yeah. In season three. A lot of snap has been that we put, I put her out there as this crazy person. And then it's been like explaining it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you meet snap's mom in season three. Yeah. Um, you, you, you meet, like you figure out a little bit what her life was like and figure out maybe what her home life is like, which might not be as exciting as you think, you know? So it's fun. I'm excited. Snap's interesting because, you know, she started as like this really vapid, you know, like Katie said, like party girl, but especially towards the end of season two and especially in season three, you really watch this character evolve into like somebody who's like very consciously trying to like knows that they're not mm-hmm. a like not that Snap's a bad person, but like knows they have flaws and is actively trying to do better. It's right. interesting to see a character so vapid realize that yeah she changes a lot yeah oh awesome well, I, I look forward to already what will come in season three yeah. season two uh as we air this episode there'll only be three episodes left i think yeah i think you're right yeah so to the season two finale yeah we then... come back january 2nd mm-hmm. and then we our finale is january 16th Yep. Mm-hmm. And in season three, we don't know when it's coming, but it'll We're be coming sure. soon. Yeah, it'll be coming sometime soon. <laughs> sometime soon. Summer or fall. Yep, but we don't know. 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'll be sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just look for the billboards. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we love our billboards. Out. We yeah. love our billboards. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so it, it, it was a pleasant welcome to LA because it was like right as I'd moved out here. Oh, great. The first thing I see is like, oh, I'm glad we could welcome are, you in. Are everywhere right oh, now. I <laughs> yeah. know. TV Land does a great job with marketing in that regard. You know, they really got us out there, which we're really grateful for. Because, yeah, you know, great. We, we were and maybe still are nobodies. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. so it was great, great that they push us so hard. Yeah. yeah well, I appreciate you guys taking the time, especially Thank as we kind of creep up on. On Christmas, are you guys both going back home for Christmas? Yeah, we're both going. Katie's from Kansas, and I'm from Nebraska, and so we're both going boop right in the middle. Yeah, to the Midwest, going home. Yeah, in the Midwest, going to talk talk to everyone who's watched the show and is probably slightly disappointed in me. Yeah, <laughs> I get a lot of like, "Why would you do that?" On um, like, "Why you write it? Why would you write such stuff so crude?" <laughs> I also I love going back home, but I hate it because everyone, just everyone, always goes. But you were never funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like it was like as a kid, I was super shy, super shy. So like to my two friends, I was really goofy and funny. But to everyone else, they were like, you know, we're just so surprised that you went into comedy. <laughs> when I first went into, went to Second City, when I was telling my parents, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. They, they had said, like, well, you're not like Martin Short or anybody. Like, I was like... <laughs> Neither were they. Like, yeah, I think <laughs> that. Yeah, no. read Steve Martin's book. It takes yeah. a lot of training. Yeah. yeah, you have to work at Disneyland. Do a lot of crappy things to yeah. build that. It's a whole yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you're very smart to stay here for the holidays. I think. Yeah, I, I'm already. This is the best time it. to be in LA because there's no traffic. Yeah. I took the 405 here. Oh, baby! Wow. Yeah. You're living your best life. Yeah. Take advantage. When I, when I got on it, I was like, what is this? I know. Isn't it? It's almost spooky. Like, yeah. it's almost like, wait a minute. What happened? Yesterday, I was driving back from Burbank into the Hollywood area. And it's like right from the area by Warner Brothers. It's the 101 freeway or Coenga Pass. We know there. it very well. We live right there. And it was just like, I'm not going to hop on the freeway. It's going to be terrible. And I was just like, I'm just going to take the pass. Did not stop until I hit Highland. And I was like, 
it was like eight in the morning on a Wednesday. I was like, what? Yeah. What? What is happening right now? It's uh, amazing. It's the best time to be in town. It's mixed emotions, though, because I feel like it's like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But then you kind of miss everybody. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Where's everybody? So like, where's mm. all my angry people in their cars? <laughs> yeah. It's a little Stockholm syndrome. It, it kind of is. And I feel like I totally just did a Californian sketch where I'm just. Yeah, like, I know. On the yeah. Going a pass. Going to pass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anybody listening is just like, what? What are they talking about? <laughs> I know. Yeah. You don't get it until you move here. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. it was so good. Yeah. I know. It's, it's brilliant. Uh-huh. Yeah. It gives you a chance to love the city again. You get yeah. to know, know each homeless person on Hollywood yes. Boulevard personally mm-hmm. at that point. It's and really yes. special time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, guys. It was great thank to come you. out here. Uh, and be able to see the, the school itself. The <laughs> yeah, very exciting. <laughs> see this abandoned school. So hopefully you guys don't freeze too much in the in the real cold. No. As, as we were talking before, we turned on the mics that we're freezing out here and it's like so 60 cold. degrees It's 65 right or something like that. Yeah. And I have my trailer up to 93. He's literally <laughs> sitting on a long down puffy jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know. It's so it's sad. Yeah. It's so sad. Well, awesome. thank you for having yeah. us. Well, thank, thank you, guys. You. Thank you.